Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 227, and today we're here with Mike Menhares of Mark's Cards. Mike, what's up, bro? What's up, Frank? Thanks for having us. <laughs> dude, yeah. hell yeah, thanks for coming, man. It's, uh, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, life just is to, crazy. It, it is. I, I tell you, you, wake up one day, you don't know. Uh, you know, I tell you, it was just waking up, and I'm like, oh, Frank, and then, oh, let's jump on this, and what do you know? Like 72 hours later, here so we are. wild. Yeah. So, quick backstory, guys. Uh, Mike and I actually grew up together for probably about at least like five years, because oh. I was always moving around. But that was probably the time that like. I had like a real childhood where it was like, you know, the, the childhood with the neighborhood yeah. and the neighborhood kids and stuff. And uh, was it five years? It was maybe it wasn't that long. It might it might have been just oh, a little okay. bit over that. Yeah, but, it's all um, through your teenage years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we ended up moving like to the uh, to the other side. Other side town. And, uh, yeah. The other side of town, dude. <laughs> was yeah. it a neighborhood? Was it the same? The um, neighborhood? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. Kind of. But like when we all lived next door so it was it was uh me and my sisters and then next door to us was the hathaways yeah and then across the street was uh hector and vanessa the rubios mm -hmm. and then you were next door to them and then uh your cousins across in the cul-de-sac so it was like dude whenever we would get back home from school or whatever we would just all kick in and like that was so fun dude Dude, there had to have been what 15 20 of us exactly easy. dude and you easy. don't see that shit anymore no dude. no no you drive through any neighborhoods these days no one they're empty. not kids hanging out and empty playing ball or you know it could be anything yeah and uh when we just moved to cam so my son he ended up meeting some friends over there and they're like skateboarding every day and i'm like hell yeah dude at least but he's getting some sort of like that that childhood you know yeah no it's culture you yeah know, it's like anything you know as, as we grew up i know as kids it's like that's all we knew and it was super important as as uh, obviously as we're growing up now yeah yeah yeah. you no, know definitely you dude. know as we're growing up now you know you kind of see it you're like dang i'm so thankful that we could all like have those moments together instead of doing who knows what you know? yeah yeah um it's funny because my my sister she uh she converted like one of the little cassette tapes to DVD and it's oh, an nice. old video oh, and it, it shows like uh, Vanessa and Hector yeah. and Jared and then, and then we're just like playing karate <laughs> yeah, in exactly. the backyard. <laughs> that was before technology, man. We even had like those uh, bop, uh, bop it uh, hand things. <laughs> yeah. Just do some crazy stuff. Let me play stuff. with that, dude. Yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, but uh, even back then, that's what you were into baseball yeah. cards yeah no that's you know growing up obviously as we were growing up you know playing our our street games and whatnot you know obviously collecting was you know super important to kind of me and, and yeah it was like a part of the game uh, as close as you can get to the game yeah you know, with the players and whatnot yeah. so you know it helped i played sports so my mom would obviously treat us you know if we did well in sports with some cash and we'd go right down to jolly spirits right there in ah, yeah 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 hell yeah, yeah did you ever steal from jolly spirits no heck no you know why because the dude had a running tab for us oh really yeah so my dad would go pay him every friday no i never stole from there but i uh i finessed jared to steal did you <laughs> <laughs> you know those guys still own the place really oh yeah they're still there oh, shout out to them dude yeah. i haven't been there in years you know dude. Uh, you know, once my, you know, as I really, you know, took it to the next level, you know, with the collecting, actually, they were kind of like the home turf back. No way. Oh, yeah. 
like you got to remember, you know, back in 2000, my brother passed in 2017 and 2018. Mm. Uh, shoot, even then, I mean, they had boxes and packs and they were there. Yeah. Nobody was getting no. <laughs> so it was like the hometown hub. And you know what? Wherever he got those boxes from, major heat in those boxes. Really? Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. dope. Took dude. the collection to the next level. Speaking of heat, I got a whole box right here from like '94. Oh, '94. <laughs> oh, those are the heydays. Those are some old stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, those are the heydays. Yeah, dude. I remember we would. Uh, oh, dude. <laughs> we would go around the neighborhood and like knock door to door and say that we were in the Boy Scouts collecting cans. Yeah. So we would get um, bags of cans and then we would take them right there to trade wins yep. to get a change for for cash and then we would go buy baseball cards. Yep. <laughs> baseball cards like marvel cards I, I still think about that recycling center of how much we uh we, we got back in that recycling we center. were saving the world dude. yeah <laughs> we were saving the world and not even knowing it at a young age and you know what it worked because our houses were right there the park was right there and the park was extremely active yeah dude. so cans were everywhere <laughs> so we just you know any any which way the, the jolly hustle, spirits bro. yeah yeah dude. shout out to them dude that's where the hustle started though it did back For on sure, 7th street dude. yeah back on 7th street you know it's like our parents just let us outside or you know left us outside till the street lights came on yeah right and yeah then you just go home and now that you think day. about it dude it's like i would just be gone my 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 parents would not know no. where i was at all no and it was it wasn't even a thing no like i would just come home your homework's and done that's it yeah. yeah and you come back yeah but now just i couldn't even imagine if my son didn't have his phone you know how, how am i going to get a hold of him where's he at like what's he doing <laughs> right? i would be tripping but I, I think his parents just cared less back then. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you know what? A lot is, evo I don't know. It's like evolution, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy to think back, and it hadn't been that long, but in all reality, I mean, think about it. We were in high school. We had beepers. Yeah. So That's right, dude. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if I had a cell phone no, in high school. No, it was the beeper because you would get the 10 cents and walk to the uh, library right there. Yeah. And use the payphone. <laughs> 10 cents, dude. <laughs> And That's you better crazy. know the number. Yeah. <laughs> so we graduated in 2003. Yep. Dude. What, what is that? 18 years 18 ago. Years. That's fucking crazy, yes. dude. Time flies, man. Well, think about it. It's probably been about eight, 18 years since we've seen each other. Yeah. yeah. Probably about then, dude. Yeah. Because yeah, after I moved out of the neighborhood, I mean, we just split. And, and when you're like, when you don't even have a cell phone, no social media or anything, like, if you just lose connection with somebody that you just really don't talk to them no. much. You and know? you just hope that when you see them again, that you built good enough connections. Yeah. yeah that yeah. you can kind of go back. You yeah. Know? <laughs> That's yeah. the key. Good memories. Too, yeah. But. Because now they could post stuff on Instagram and all that stuff. But, you know, it's like, no, you got to have some true memories with people back, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, definitely. You know? And then sometimes I wonder, like, if I remember things correctly too yeah. that's know? true because my brain is dying bro <laughs> <laughs> i'm feeding way too much energy into my brain dude and it's just like well we don't need these memories from childhood oh, it, anymore it, it, they're gone <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get rid yeah, of you're only allotted a certain amount of space in the brain yeah. Right? yeah you know what i do remember um we used to always run by your house and fuck with your dogs bro mm -hmm. and just like antagonize them mm -hmm. until they would pop out yeah and then they would jump out like, why didn't you guys have a lock on that I know. <laughs> on the gate dude <laughs> And they're a big rot rattler. Big ass fucking dogs, <laughs> yeah. dude. Big rot rattler. Like we had these rots for shoot. My dad's had them for a long time, but now they switched. They got little Yorkies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, switch it up. Yeah, they did. But that's funny. Oh, a lot of stuff we used to do around the neighborhood. Everybody was implanted though in the neighborhood, so you got to build a lot of things. Like I said, a lot of memories. Yeah. And especially like I said, for me, card collecting. 
um, you know, just going back to like our childhood days and kind of it's in a way to relive them. Yeah. I mean, like you said, shoot, I don't know if I, I even remember them the same. Yeah. So like this, even bringing the cards back, it kind of relives a lot of that. Yeah. So it's been super cool. To, so did you just get into to cards because you were into baseball? Um, well, cards are just kind of, like I said, it's a sports thing. Like I love sports and it's a way to get like close to the, the athlete or like, you know, you kind of build a collection cause yeah. you root for the guy. Right. Yeah. 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 And so it really took off. Like I said, I lost my brother in uh, June of 2017. Yeah. And, uh, you know, few months after that my dad said come get all your cards get him the heck out of my house really <laughs> yeah. he was who knows what he was doing my daddy you know again you know we lost my brother so i was like all right went there he had boxes and boxes of cards um i literally just grabbed them i went through them raw which is like not graded mm. and then i went on ebay and seen what they were worth and i'm like oh shoot there's something here yeah a few weeks later I went to like a little trade day or whatever they call it and I sold my first card like on the market like that. No way. Yeah, because think about it. As kids, you're trading, right? Like you don't even think about the the value of oh shoot, you can get some you know some money for it and then use it for something else for another card. It's like you know what? I have a Derek Jeter. You have a Ken Griffey. Let's just trade it. Okay, cool. Forget yeah. it. Yeah, we you know it might have been worth ten to you, twenty to me but in all reality it was just a trade. Well now it's kind of changed. It's a lot's changed just due to the analytics. Really? Oh yeah. So is uh is Cal Ripken pretty popping? Uh, you know what, <laughs> Cal Ripken is not popping. Oh fuck! You know why? You know if you get Cal Ripken's his rookie stuff, you know you can get some good value because a lot of that stuff you got to remember during Cal Ripken days. What do we do with the cards? Do we grade them? Mm -hmm. No, we traded them. Do we yeah. put them in sleeves? No, we just put them in a stack under our bed. You know? Yeah. So the, where I'm going with it is the conditioning. So if you get a Cal Rukin rookie card that's like mint condition. Oh yeah, now you're talking some good money. Yeah. Yeah. But like just the Cal Ripken alone not graded, now nah, you're looking in, you know, Shit. fifteen. Oh, actually you're still gonna get value for it though. A lot more than you would have when we were kids. Yeah. I can tell you that. Well, I just found my uh, old collection of Beanie Babies, and that was my retirement. <laughs> Bro, they're not worth shit, now, dude. You know what? I, 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 I'm sorry to say it, but that was like an, an, an actually it's an analogy we use right now. It's like when people ask, oh, you think the card game's going anywhere? And I said, listen, it's a lot different than the Beanie Babies. Oh, <laughs> dude. It's a lot different than the Beanie my Babies. My wife's laughing right now, bro, because <laughs> I was taking them all out, and I was just like, Oh, dude, you had the whole Prince. collection. Oh, dude, you had you, you had that back room. It was like that back. Uh, it was like a den you guys yeah. had. And it was full of those, <laughs> dude. You guys are the Beanie Baby collectors of the universe. Said, oh, we got Peace Bear. Yeah. Look at this. She's looking. And she's like, that thing's only worth five bucks. What the frick? I paid more for it, dude. Yeah. And then I had a, I was a collector, bro. I had my Hot Wheels. I don't think those well, are worth shit. No, they are. Hot Wheels are big. Oh, really? But again, um, and here's where I want to go. Like the box condition mm. is big with it. Because when, when it comes to collecting, you know, people, uh, the collectors want to like put it somewhere, right? And yeah. so the aesthetics of it needs to look good. If the yeah. box is all bent, you know, it's a, it's a super rare card. You know, you might not get as much value for it. So conditioning is like pretty much the big thing if you're looking to gain value with your Got card. you. Now say, say something like a Hot Wheel. Um, 
can you put something over the card to like flatten it out again? No, or is that kind of like against it, it? It's kind of against it. They would call it like altering. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, dude. they would call it like an altering. So when you got your cards from your pops, did you have like everything from when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so what I did is I just swift through a lot of it. Um, obviously, I, I built myself like my own personal collection, which I'm not going to grade. Mm-hmm. It's just like all raw, which is like this because... I always say anything I seem to grade, I sell. Mm. Yeah, because the values of it, it goes way up. I mean, you're talking 500, 600%. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I just like them raw just because I know I won't sell them. Yeah. And then what I did is I said, okay, I'm going to sell these. I'm going to grade these. And then just started kind of going with the inventory I had. So what's your motivation to to like keep some that aren't graded? Um, uh, It differs. You know, it could be from, I could literally recollect the, the day I pulled the pack. Oh, okay. Yeah, I pulled the card from the pack. Uh, it could be like somebody gave it to me through, you know, a birthday gift or got stuff you, like that, you. you know, that I'm just like, no, nah, those are my pieces yeah. that I, I want to keep. And you could, when I go, just put those with me too, because they're raw. They're, yeah. you know, the value of them won't be as much graded, but to me, they're worth, you know. So that's why I said the cool part of this card thing is, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. You know, it could be the collecting, could be the business, could be, you know, like for me, it, you know, help my mental and my, you know, my soul out, you know, just kind of what it, what it's done for me after losing my brother. Yeah. It's uh so um, the company Mark's Cards is named after your brother. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Man. Yeah. And it was, you know, I went back and forth. What do I do? You know, I want to do something for him. And then it just kind of like dawned on me, like, his name was Truth Marks, or mm-hmm. his nickname was Truth Marks, and uh, you know, you, we have it here. So I was like, you know, I was just staring at, come on, what's the name of the business? Just put Marks Cards, you know, just keep it simple. And then I thought, okay, a logo, just the MC, just keep, because my brother was so simple, but like detailed, if that made any sense, you know, yeah. like the color had to be right, or you know, but uh, yeah. So just myself and my wife, we kind of just kind of laid it all out and created it and started in the closet. Yeah. And said, let's start packaging and shipping out of the bathtub. Oh, that's so yeah. cool, bro. Yeah. I bet he's so stoked on that to, the, to be looking down. Oh, right now. you know what? I always, you know, every day I think I said, shoot, uh, if he was here today, he'd probably be having just as much fun as all of us. You know, that crazy guy. Yeah. He'd be in there making crazy deals. We would be telling him, like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Uh, that's my brother you know he'd be in there but again the whole key's having a good time you know enjoying moments yeah like like we started here like as we were kids you know we kind of smile because those moments when we were kids were special so you know we could have those as adults and you know just cherishing your moments you know so you know i know he would we would have a blast right here laugh good shit man that's so cool that you're working with your wife too yeah yeah my wife um you know my little brother you know when covid hit um he's a school teacher Mm, okay. So, um, you know, he played baseball at Oregon. You know, he was an Oregon Duck. Oh, uh, no way. Dude, yeah. yeah he, unbelievable career he had. My little brother played on ESPN. His last... Uh, wow. Yeah, his last uh, games were against Walker Bueller when, at Vanderbilt, and uh, Vanderbilt beat Oregon to go to the College World Series, and they ended up winning that year. And nice. so, you know, after that, my brother said, you know, I'm going to put it up. I'm going to stay another year and finish my master's. No more ball. I'm good. Um, and then he came back, started teaching. So COVID hit. Obviously, they eliminated a lot of positions. Okay. So I said, you know what, bro? Come on, let's join join the Mark Squad. No yeah, Mark way, Card Squad. Dude. And you know, for him, like he collect. I mean, like he has cards, but it's not really. He didn't not a understanding at the time of what it could be. And so obviously, you draw out the vision. You, 
you do all these things and you know once the vision's there and he's like oh shoot let's go yeah i mean it took him about a week and before you know we were pumping that's volume. so cool yeah. and just the whole fam yeah the fam together. yeah and then he brings another aspect you know he's young he understands the uh the instagrams he understands more of that stuff uh the computer the computer stuff the Excel spreadsheets Got and all you. that you know dude i haven't seen him since he was a child bro yeah that was the baby boy yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, so he's doing good. Uh, you know, so he's helped. His wife is on board. No she's way. There. Yeah. Wow, dude, that's yeah. so tight. So dude. she's there full time. Um yeah, my cousin Robbie, uh, mm-hmm. who lived across the street from us. Oh, okay. He's full time. My cousin Dan, uh Dave, who they lived in the cul de sac. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's there, he's with us full time. Uh wow. my aunt Erica, she's there. Um uh, uh my brother Mark, yeah, his wife, uh, is there full time with us. That's probably like the main like my you know his wife Allie, my sister you know to be there with us every day and just for what it's done to, for her life you know i what bet I mean? that's huge oh it's huge it's huge just to be able to see her every day now and uh work with her but more importantly just like i said be there yeah um so yeah, i guess the cards has been like the common denominator but kind of like what it's brought has been more than that so that's why i said like but the cards you could be a collector you could do a lot of things and the cool thing is this this is like these things right here it's something special. It's like magic. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I hope I have some magic in here. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I, I did bring some. Uh, you know, a few cards today. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? You know, uh, th- something like this would be. I guess for our business, kind of how I like envisioned it was being vertically integrated. Mm-hmm. You know, how can I be vertically integrated, reach everybody, start to finish, and be the one-stop shop? So that's kind of like our my thing is like Mark's cards, the one-stop shop. You can go get a card raw Mm -hmm. and you can go ahead actually you can open the box then you can pull the card out Mm -hmm. and then you can grade the card and then we could sell the card for you oh wow so pretty much for us is like i said opening this up for you guys for us opening the grading up for everybody opening up the selling for everybody so kind of making it a one-stop shop so that's kind of like the envision of our business got you uh, of how to reach uh the whole aspect instead of saying hey let's just buy and sell or let's just trade no, we want to be able to help you and grade this card because it could be worth more money. And then, hey, do you need a box? We got the box for you. Mm-hmm. And so the stuff in here could be crazy. Like this card right here, uh, the 2016 uh, Bowman Chrome Fernando Tatis, you can find it possibly. Well, it's in this brand. But uh-huh. Who knows if it's in this box? Okay. Well, a card like this goes for thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, a box like this, five grand. For this box right here? Yes. What? 2016. Yes. Five grand. Now, what you can pull out of here is uh, Juan Soto first Bowman, which goes for $20,000. Oh, my God. You can pull a Vladimir Guerrero first Bowman. And a first Bowman is kind of even before their rookie cards in baseball. Okay. So there's a lot to it. There's a lot of details. And it's kind of like how the manufacturers have done it now to make it worth wild. Like on the back of these cards, look what they did on that. Look what they printed in gold the, the uh so it's this is 150 out of 499 they only made 499 of those cards wow and that's it so this is the grading psa Co- correct that's the grading for psa now does this come autographed or no uh yes in a pack it does correct so people pull it and on the back it'll it, it will say autograph authentic by the company so the odds of pulling out are that it's one pack out of every thousands mm. So the odds are rare. I mean, hard. However, when you do pull it, the values are way up there. And the cool part about this grading nowadays 
is you know the the like I was mentioning the analytics behind it all. Yeah. What we can do on this card is we can literally get the QR code. Okay. Pull it up and it'll tell you how many of these cards are in the world. So you kind of scroll down on here. Whoops. One of six in the world. <laughs> wait, wait. There's only six, six of, of them? these PSA 10 10s in the world. What the hell? So that thing's worth 8,000 bucks? SMR. Technically, you could probably go like 15, I'd say like 12 to 15,000 bucks just because of the rarity of it. So say you wanted to sell that right now. How, how would you How would you find a buyer for it? Oh, well, that's where we come into, into play, like our company. Like, so we have access or the ability to reach a ton of different buyers. Okay. Uh, for example, this week we listed a Giannis rookie card, sold for 6,000. We sold a Messi card, sold for 8,000. Like, so a lot of these cards we that people send to us that we sell for them because we have a platform to sell them. We use eBay, but we also have private buyers um, that come into our shop that are gives us gives us lists that they're looking for certain cards. Okay. So uh, the ability for us to sell it is, it, it make it's super helpful compared gotcha. to like, hey, if a guy has this and I'm looking to sell it, why? Because they're gonna look at him, uh, did, where did he get it from? Who is he? Is he gonna ship it right? You know, things gotcha, like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So when you, um, say when somebody will come in and they have a list, are those people looking for cards for their clients? Possible. Mm. Possible. Um, that's a lot of that's going on right now. I do know uh, buddies of mine that are buying cards for professional athletes. So professional athletes are giving them the money to buy cards for their collection. Got you. Got yeah. you. Got you. Oh, yeah. So, so there's a there, there's definitely broker brokering involved with all this. Just be to be able to f get access to some of these cards like this. Shohei Artani right here. Mm -hmm. This one's numbered to 25. Oh, shit. OBO listed right now is twenty five thousand bucks. Wow. Yeah. So that's the listing on that twenty five thousand. Uh, yeah. So if we go ahead and so and you could probably sell it for what? Well, the listing, the guy, there's one listed for twenty five. Me personally, I believe you know probably a bit higher than that. There's only four. Wow. Yeah. So to to so be able to go, so you're you're the one that is doing the grading. Not necessarily putting the number on. We're doing everything else. We're getting all the paperwork together. We're getting all the labels. We're pretty much having the access to PSA. Uh, we have the preferred, we have the account to go there and drop off. Uh, okay, so it's like a physical location? Oh, yeah. They're okay. located in Anaheim. Okay. And so what we do is we go down there two days a week. Uh huh. And so I'll drive down. Everybody that sent, or our clients that sent us cards to get graded will drop off. Our clients that have already sent cards will go pick them up. And then we ship them across the world. And is it like a flat rate for grading? Correct. Okay. Now, depending on the card, if you do get a, a card like the, uh, like the Shohei Otani, mm -hmm. you could get a possible upcharge where PSA said, hey, this card's worth 25000 You know, grading costs 650 bucks. You owe us another $350 on an upcharge. Why? Because this takes more to... More to grade, safety, whichever they, you know, it, it's the upcharge of the service just gotcha. of where your card could fit. Do you know what goes into the uh, process of grading? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what they're looking for is they're first looking at the centering of the card. So the, it has to look like a, 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 a pitcher. You can see the borders on the outer edges of these cards. Mm -hmm. So that's your first centering. It could be left to right, up to down, or up and down. And then they're looking at your edging. Is there any kind of like fraying on your edging? Okay, so they're going all the way around. Then they're looking at your corners. Okay. Okay, or is your corners damaged, anything? And then also your surface, any scratches. So it's kind of like a four-point. 
four point thing what they're lo- all looking for on a card do you know how long they usually spend on, like, uh, the i've card? had between i mean from what i've heard it could be three minutes or three 30 seconds to three minutes to depending on the card you know it could take you know half hour depending i'm, I'm not i'm not too sure on that so don't got quote you me. got you but it does take time black room they're using magnifying glasses oh all. wow oh yeah Oh yeah, it's extensive. So you're never worried about like them swapping out your card or something? No, absolutely not. I mean, because when you think about it, they want what's best for you, anyways. Because you're the customer. So like, if you, they give good business to you, then you're going to promote that good business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they swap and give you something else, and then you go, it's not happening. A lot of times, too, there's a lot of codes on here. And okay. PSA is the best in the world. Gotcha. Yeah, they're the most legit in the world to go. So if anybody's going to get a, their authenticated authentic cards memorabilia authenticated psa does a good job i just think of everything like crook that's it me too (laughs) well you got to think about it when there's money involved yeah hell yeah when there's money involved and then again we grew up on the south (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i mean we didn't grow up in the suburbs (laughs) yeah you gotta have your guard up yeah we we didn't grow up in the suburbs (laughs) so even the ice cream man's trying to get one up on you right (laughs) remember memo yeah shout out to him i wonder what he's up no you know what actually he was never getting one up the guys that were still in his turf were getting one up on him because we uh yeah my dad used to pay him off too every week Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, the same. We had all he, we had all the guys on the books. <laughs> <laughs> on the books. That's funny, dude. Yeah. I remember he used to um he used to sell pepinos, but he didn't have the permit. So it'd be like real low, low pro, pro. He's like looking around like Quick, <laughs> here go 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 he was like the first one too to be able to go undercover on that stuff not so funny good times yeah man. so do you do uh like other cards or is it just baseball cards baseball basketball football pokemon dragon ball z wow Yu-Gi-Oh, magic any any kind of trading card um, we're also doing a uh, memorabilia, um, authenticating of memorabilia. Sick. So just say you went somewhere, you got something signed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, you got, you got it signed. Well, if you go to move the piece, yeah. you're going to want to have some le- legitimacy to it. I have a shirt signed by Waka Flocka. There I don't you know. Go. <laughs> if that's worth anything. <laughs> well, uh, Waka Flocka, you, yeah. he has a market because how many fans does he have? Yeah. Come on. True. That's but what it's I a, see. It's a small T, so Is I don't it? know oh, if yeah. it'll fit most <laughs> well, of their fans. It might fans, be a, a 10-year-old Waka Flocka <laughs> fan. <laughs> yeah, right. A new fan, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it goes. You know, if you had the large, then the Waka Flocka yeah. might fit in this category. That's funny, dude. That's so cool, man. Um Tell me about the Pokemon stuff. What's Pokemon's going on, huge. bro? Yeah, Pokemon's big. Uh, you know, there's a lot of celebrities behind Pokemon. Obviously, Steve Aoki's a big one. He's mm. a big, he's a big guy behind Pokemon. Um, Logan Paul. Yeah, you, know, you got the Paul brothers. You know, you got, you can. There's a handful of guys within their circle that collect big. I know for us, like who we handle big in Pokemon is the Face Clan. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, Frazier, uh, Face K. You know, Fish Jarvis actually, you just had a fight of uh, not that long ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. TikTokers TikTok. versus YouTubers, huh? Exactly. Who so, did he fight? Uh, He fought some YouTuber or some TikTok. Who did he fight? Uh, I forget. So but he's he, a YouTuber. Uh, Correct. Or I, actually, okay. Yeah, he's a YouTuber. But yeah, he's I, more of the, he's oh, definitely a YouTuber, but he, you know, he's a gamer. He's one okay. of the best Fortnite players in, on the planet. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I knew some of the YouTubers, but the, like the TikTokers. They all collect Pokemon. A lot of those guys. And like I said, they collect Pokemon big. I know we went on some big runs uh, 
Sea uh, Money has been to the Face Clan house also. No shit. Oh yeah. I oh, that's it. sick. Uh, uh, he's had to sign his NDA. That's for sure. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, so no, Pokemon's big. So you got those uh, inter- uh, entertainers or those guys on it, and they're pumping it. You know. Yeah. I mean, think people get behind their word, right? They say wear blue. What are you, you going to do? They're going to go wear blue. Yeah. So with that, then you have a you know Charizard, who's a big time character, who's like this monster character, who people are. You know, he's the best character and people wanted to collect them. Mm-hmm. Well, what did people do during our kids do during the 90s with that stuff? Trade. Yeah. What's the conditions like? Minimal. Mm. So that's why I said now Pokemon, you get some graded, some valuable graded Pokemon stuff. You're looking for some big money like the Paul brother. What he did when he fought Mayweather, he had that Pokemon on his. Yeah. No more. Yeah. There's no more uh, diamond necklaces. No more chains. No more that's chains. Not the stunt. You know, the big death row necklaces. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. It's Pokemon, dude. Sorry, yeah. sorry Shug Knight. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So what is that card worth? Uh, there's only three. So, I mean, obviously they made more, but in that condition, in that pristine condition, there's only three. So the one he had was a Charizard? Charizard BGS. So it's a different grading company, which is Beckett, who's legitimate. Very good. Okay. Um, Graded as a pristine 10, which is extremely high grade. Whoa. He says over a million dollars. You ask, you ask the Paul brothers, they say over a million. Well, I mean, you could get whatever you want for as long as you have a buyer, right? Exactly. And there are people that are looking for that. Like, uh, I know we, we go to card shows. Uh, the last Charizard that got bought at a PSA 10 like that went for 480000 Wow. Yeah, it was three hundred eighty in cash and 100000 in cards. So the people that buy that, they're oh, just like it, shitting it, dough, bro, or Investors, what? you're talking, you know, doctors to you name it. Guys that have pulled in tons of money with crypto. Yeah. And then and then you got guys that got stimulus checks that yeah. collected the last three that are that saved them. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to triple their money on the stimulus, you know. Dude, my investments haven't been working out pretty well, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, everything that I was saving when I was a kid, it's it's not worth shit now, <laughs> dude. You know, I think back at, at when I was a kid, I'm like, man, I should have just played with all this stuff, dude. I just right? saved, you it. saved it and stared at it, huh? Yeah, Nobody then, could touch it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's going to be worth money one day, like fast forward 30 years later. It ain't worth shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry if you're a Beanie Baby collector, man. Because <laughs> I tell you. Uh, well, that and it takes up space. Think about it. Beanie Baby takes up space, right? Yeah. I mean... Here's forty thousand dollars. It's gonna, oh my God. It's gonna be put in your pocket. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's you know when you put this at a, if you're a doctor and you have these on your mantle, somebody walks through your house. Is that like a stunt? Oh, it's a stunt now. Really? You see, because it's it's like you know they they look at paintings, but paintings are big and bulky. Mm-hmm. I mean, you put these and they make they make frames for stuff like this. Like a buddy of mine creates uh, slab cases. He created one. Uh, in a 23 shape and he had uh, for a guy that did all Jordan Ricky cards mm. and mind you the Jordan Ricky 10 sold for 800,000 last week wow yeah $800,000 for a Jordan uh, 86 flare PSA 10 so what's the uh, what's your holy grail what's your most valuable we have a Jordan thing? 9 yeah uh-huh. how old a Jordan 9 a uh, co- co- couple Kobe cards and then you know obviously I prospect a little bit Luca I have a couple Lucas uh, just sold a big Giannis card over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of hurts to move that card at the time, but it's it's a good time. Right Why now. is that? Uh, I he's a great player, Giannis. I believe in him. Yeah. And then obviously they're going to win the title. I believe so. Uh, in the next to the, either today or in the next day or so, but his market's up there right now. So you're saying 
if they win the title or their career just goes keeps like going great, the card is just gonna keeps go going to go in value. Keeps going. There's no stopping it. Hmm. Like LeBron James, I mean, there's no stopping his cards. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. And if you got them, you sell them when you want to sell them because their buyers are waiting for them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like the black refractors, like rookie cards, you know, they only made so many, you know, you know, some of the golds, like I know Lewis Hamilton owns a, for the F1 racer, you mm-hmm. know, Lewis Hamilton, mm-hmm. he uh, drives uh, an Indy. He's the best Indy driver right now. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. Or Formula One, excuse me, not Indy. Was it the same thing? Formula One. Anyways. Got you. Got you. Got but you. Uh, yeah, he owns a, a handful of uh those gold and they're only make 50 of them so when you go to sell them i mean it's like everybody flocks to those kind of cards so what would you do if you were trying to sell those would you reach out to a shop like your shop yeah. or oh yeah and we could definitely we could definitely lead uh you to a specific buyer 100 mm-hmm. um and, and to make it safe i guess that's the key thing here is to make it a safe place to handle any and all transactions you know whether you just want to collect cards or you just want to grade cards and now you want to sell cards you know, make it like a safe place. Give out some good, relevant information. So if somebody comes into the shop, they have a card, it's worth 5000 bucks. you can sell it for them. And what what is like the percentage you guys take from it, that? It all depends on the value of the card. We break it down. Obviously, the higher value will take less, mm-hmm. you know, more for the more for the owner. Um, lower end cards, obviously, will take a little more, more work involved, right? You got to mm-hmm. input them um, or, you know, there, there's just a lot more of those cards. So um, it, it all varies. We have a sliding scale. Okay. Yeah, now, what is like the decision that you, how, how would you decide if you want to buy the card from somebody? Like say somebody comes in and they bring mm-hmm. some cards. Is it kind of like a, like a pawn shop, like an automatic yeah. thing? Like, okay, I'll buy those from you. for. Uh, I'll give you this much. Or is it just that you have to see a certain value in it? Yeah. I, again, it, it kind of goes both ways. There's times where we just need the inventory. Mm. Okay. So you just say, yeah. I mean, obviously, you're going to negotiate, but you're going to need the inventory. And then, you know, like there's times like right now we're in show period. There's uh, different times. Like we're not in a buy period. We're in a sell period, right? You're going to go to shows. You already have inventory. And you're ready to go. So stuff that comes in, you're like, where does it fit? If it fits, then you make it work. Got you. So now you guys just got back from a show, right? Yeah, we did. So so tell me that. How did how does that whole thing work? Um, usually it depends on how many days. Uh, so we'll fly out. You know, we go all around the country. Uh, we were in Denver for the MLB All Star Weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it was an awesome trip. Uh, we you know we typically fly out usually the same day as the same, as the show. So we flew out on Friday. Show starts on Friday, mm. usually goes from like four to eight. And so we'll set up our booth. We have a display case. So, you know, a thick plexiglass so we can safely put our cards in. Mm-hmm. So we have that. And then for us, we collect submissions for PSA and SGC. And uh, so with that, we have people coming in uh, at, to our booth, dropping off their raw cards, looking to get graded. Mm. And then we'll, what we'll do is we'll process those up and then we'll take them back home to go ahead and go get graded. So we're selling cards in our display case. We're taking cards in for submissions, and then of course just meeting our clients that we already know within the area. Okay, now so say the customer comes and they give you the cards to get graded. You you take those, grade them, and then you mail them back. Correct. Or if we tend to meet at a show because some of these people do go to shows, or we go back to that same city within the time frame the cards are ready, we'll bring them back with us and hand deliver them. And how how is it guaranteed that like? How do you guys uh, make it comfortable for the people absolutely. dropping off the card? Yeah, absolutely. So once we uh, once we get the cards, we'll go ahead and photo up every single card for the client. And then we'll write up all the documentation for the client. 
and then we'll send them all that information and then what we'll do is we'll serial number every single card so they'll have uh they'll have like right here here you go your serial number mm-hmm. so they'll have that number on it so if you send me this card and your and another guy sends me this uh, the same card you guys will both have two different numbers gotcha gotcha yeah. gotcha yeah so then when the cards come back and this serial number codes we know exactly hey this is your card this is his card and we, without even doing it got you so we'll write that all up we'll pass it along to them and then also they can track along the whole process we give them like a, a tracker mm, and that's like at uh dominoes you know when you order dominoes yeah you have a little tracker that goes through <laughs> yeah yeah dude that's sophisticated yeah. man i love it yeah so when you guys go to the show how do you get all your uh equipment and everything out there um that's a good question you know for us Depending on how the show's set up, you know, usually display case is the first thing like you need because it's a big bulky item. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always ask first, you know, if there's somebody, a guy like can let us borrow one within mm-hmm. the city, you know, usually within Instagram, you know, our networking base, there's a guy that lives in the city. They might have an extra one. We can borrow rent, whatever it may be. Oh, maybe if they're not going to going, the event. Exactly. Okay, they gotcha. might have because you need a display case if you're going to put your cards in there because you don't want them laying out and then somebody can easily just grab them and go, right? Does that ha- happen? happen? Often? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just happened this past weekend at a show in Dallas. A guy stole a card, I believe, on one of the days on a Friday, took the card back to the show on Saturday and tried to resell it. Oh, my God. Um, and we all know how that went. They found um, the community, the card community. They fucking jumped him. Jumped him. <laughs> the police, Dallas police got him, arrested him, and his mugshot's going around all of Instagram card community. Right? No oh, way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just held him down and gave him paper cuts. Yeah, it was. <laughs> So, with a cow ripped in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, getting that display case is critical. So, you know, we'll, we'll ship it. You know, we went to Miami. We just shipped our display case and just put it in the mail. We'll ship it out, like, on Monday. Mm-hmm. And it'll ride to our hotel on, like, Friday. What does that usually run? Uh, 30 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it usually takes, like, a two-day, you know, just a two-day. And you'll yeah. send it and then go. And then we have all our, like, materials. You know, you have your table top down and all your paper material stickers and stuff like that and really try to like reach people with branding and we back guys let's take a quick break for our sponsor heel toe auto an important part in buying honda parts online is making sure that you can trust the company that you're dealing with to get you the parts reliably you spend a lot of money and you spend a lot of time doing research on your build the last thing that you want to do is send cash to a website where you may never see it again and worse yet never see the parts with hilltoe automotive an 18-year track record is part of the deal hilltoe brings you deep industry connections professional part recommendations alternative ideas when your parts aren't available and they'll even contact you when something on your order looks out of the ordinary before it ships hilltoe's unique checkout allows you to select a deadline to receive your parts to make sure that you can get them in time for your project plans you can buy parts anywhere online but hilltoe knows what truly matters to an enthusiast professionalism swiftness and accuracy hilltoe is in your corner make sure you guys check out hilltoe at hilltoeauto.com or you can call or text them at 949-295-1668 or you can check them out on instagram at hilltoe automotive big big shout out to marcus from hilltoe great guy um He's always treated me so well, and he, him continuing supporting the podcast means the world to me, guys. So please, if you can do us a favor, just text him right now and say thank you for supporting Downtime with Downstar because without Hilltoe and our other sponsors, we couldn't continue doing the show. So shoot him a text right now, please, 949-295-1668, and make sure you guys check him out on Instagram, like I said. Shoot him a follow, shoot him a comment, and shoot him some love at Hilltoe Automotive. 949-295-1668. 
now back to the show yeah hell yeah dude um i'm i'm like really familiar with that because when we would go out to like set up at car shows mm -hmm. dude we have to take air it came down to like a science bro. yeah exactly you have to know how much weight you could take how many bags bro i used to take all my clothes and everything in my backpack mm -hmm. and then everything else was just just hardware <laughs> i had a laptop case because you could take you could take one personal item and then like a carry-on so my personal item would be my laptop case and dude that shit would be like 80 <laughs> pounds bro i would take that and then i would have my other bags in the suitcase i'm i'm lugging probably like 250 pounds did they, did they ever stop you while you're going to the airport every time every time every single time yeah. dude yeah. and uh it was crazy sometimes that they would just look and like all right you're good i'm like bro i could have literally had so much guns under there and you would have never known yeah. but then sometimes like they never really tripped like that bad Got before uh, and it's just kind of like how you talk to them yeah absolutely as well absolutely because you know? they don't know what it is no. it's, it's just a big black thing on their x-ray so once yeah. they start opening it up and then they see all the branding and then they see the packaging so it, it makes sense to them but yeah i would take everything and then i would go to uh I would go to Walmart and I would just rent everything that yeah. I needed, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I would get a table, I would get a tent, yeah. and then uh, after the weekend, I would just take it back. I'm like, yeah, I didn't like this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just return it, man. That's good old borrowing right there. Yeah, That's good yeah. old Seventh Street borrowing right there. <laughs> dude, I, I don't miss those times, bro. Oh, Probably. Man. We, we started uh, going to shows in about 2010. Gotcha. So from probably 2010 to 2020. We did over a hundred shows. Good for dude, you. And just flying out. Yep. And it's just, um, do you ever find that it's like pretty stressful or is this, is it really exciting? Um, no, it does. When I go on like three, three, four weekends in a row. Yeah. 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 When I go, I think we did like eight weekends in a row, seven back when. No did, way. Yeah. Yeah. It oh was my nonstop. God. Yeah. Dude. Every weekend somewhere. Yeah. Every weekend. Wow. Yeah. So you need a little break and rejuvenation. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously I have kids, older kids, so my, my kids play sports, so it's kind of mm -hmm. helped. And then our staff is, has evolved, mm -hmm. um, and they love going to shows too, and they do a great job. So like this weekend, we actually have, uh, two shows set up, uh, -huh. uh, one show set up in Santa, uh, Santa Maria and another show set up in Sherman Oaks. And then you just send some people yep. to that one. Yep. And just split it up. Yep. So when you would go, who, who do you usually go with? My wife. Oh, That's okay. That's where we started. Yeah, I got. I was the first time I told her. I said, uh, "Let's go to Dallas." She's like, "What?" And again, going to a big card show out of state. And so uh, we got a table. We got all set up, and then before you know it, it was just like right after another. We just kept doing it and doing it. And just again, like you said, packing better and getting it down to a science. Yeah. Yeah. that's cool dude yeah. that's a power couple man shout out to tiff man yeah she's Tiff's been on awesome, it yeah dude. she's been on it she's been grinding yeah yeah so how long have you guys been together shoot it's going on 14 years now oh my goodness yep. dude how'd yep. you guys meet well obviously we grew up in the same neighborhood um mm -hmm. and then her friend was jenny right yeah yeah so uh we were actually i came back home i was in college uh, and then on a saturday i was home for my birthday uh -huh. and we were downtown with uh, a bunch of the barber guys there at Smooth's Barber. We're oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were down there at downtown. And I guess supposedly she said she got kicked out of a club <laughs> using a fake ID or something. No way. Yeah, so she ended up where we were. And then we just literally, from that day on, we just hung out and we, yeah, we've been together since. Nice. Yeah. And then obviously I went to college and I went off and, you know, it helps you as an only child because, you know, I've been 
in and out for you know the first like five years obviously traveling and whatnot with my job mm-hmm. yeah because yeah we traveled a lot that's what i do so before you started Marcus cards what were you doing i worked in the agriculture industry so uh, you know i handled avocados and citrus mm-hmm. so my job mainly consisted of i worked with like the big retailers and we had to put together a avocado and citrus programs for eight weeks 12 weeks out Mm -hmm. and so when you go to the stores today and you go to ralph's and you see your avocado is a dollar well you can come back to me and blame me why or two bucks and blame me why it's two bucks and it's just based off our projections based off the tree so behind the scenes what what i i would have to do is run all kinds of numbers you know what is the tree producing you know what are freight rates and what's gasoline prices and kind of taking all that because it it goes in what's the demand going to look like so that'll affect your supply and demand chain. Yeah. And so you kind of just put together these programs. And then obviously you hope that when eight weeks come, well, obviously you're babying it along that you've projected good stuff. And so when you're, the retailers are there, they're moving volume. And obviously you're looking at Costco and you're saying, okay, your numbers are growing 20%. Cool. How do we grow it to 25%? So you're constantly putting stuff in like that. So that's kind of what I did for 10 years. You know, I got hired off the baseball field. Yeah. And, um, just did that and I loved it. I used it kind of like sports. It's never a dull day. And, you know, what got hard was the traveling with my little ones early. And, you know, it was good though. And there was a lot to learn, especially it's helped right now with the supply and and demand thing, you know, with market, looking at analytics and looking at all that stuff, anticipating and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I was just going to ask you if that helped you out with your business. Oh, tremendously. Oh, it's just a total relation. Yeah, total relation. You know, when you're looking at something and you know, you're, you're looking at a ball player, you're going to try to project what's going to happen. Okay, how many cards are out there then? And, you know, what do you think the price is going to get to? And you're kind of just putting numbers like that together. Yeah. So back to the back to the cards. Have you had somebody that that comes in with a collection? And they just don't know what they have. And, and all the time, some, really all the time. And we love it. We enjoy it because that's kind of what we put ourselves there for in the community is for if you don't know what you have on your bed, bring them in and we'll We'll go through them, you know, we'll, we'll look at them, we'll appraise them, you know, we'll say what's good, what's not, and, and it'll put you on the right path. Got you. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So somebody would bring in a whole box and then you'd say, come back, well, no, you'll call them when they're, when no, you're done? we, we could do it together. Yeah. We, we, we'd like to sit down with the customer. Yeah. And we would work through it and maybe explain why this is going to be kicked out and why this is no good. They made, they probably made 50 million of these, you know, or, you know, this one's a good card because of this and just kind of like work them through and educate. Yeah. You know, you know what I heard about collecting is that like our generation, we realized that there was a value in collecting. So we collected a lot of stuff and in turn that made things less valuable. Have you ever heard something like that? Yeah. Yeah, we kind of hoarded everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, now on the flip side, though, now when you got conditioning involved, that's when you're mm. like, okay. So that's kind of the equalizer right now, you know? Got you. Yeah. Yeah, I go back to the 52 mantle. Mm-hmm. There was millions of them, but there's only a handful that are PSA 10s. And it was actually, I seen one in Denver. Uh, the guy had for, uh, the guy actually had it in Denver for 20, or got offered 25 million from what I was told and turned it down for a Mickey Mantle card. 25 million dollars yes. one card psa 10 mickey mantle did he already have money i mean again if you've been collecting like that and you're older i mean it's kind of like i don't know you would assume but who knows yeah. you, meet, you meet some you, you never can figure this stuff out you have guys that have a ton of money that have all this cards that still just want to work every day nine to five <laughs> yeah I, I just came in contact with some dude like that um 
I found out that he's just richest, like out of my wildest dreams. And before that, he was just telling me he just got a new job. Yeah. I'm like, why, bro? Why? Why would you yeah. have a job? Worker at heart. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. They just like to work. You know, you just work and you keep moving forward because when you don't, then what the heck are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, a lot. When you think about it, well, how many uh, how many countries are there? <laughs> For real, right? dude. How many countries are there, actually? So, so speaking of, of traveling, have you? Uh, what, what are some of the good places that you've been? That I think you Denver's like? been a fun place. I, I, we really enjoy Denver. Yeah, mm. yeah Denver's a cool place to go. Uh, a lot of culture there. You know, There's a lot food. of Hispanics out there, right? A lot of different. Everybody. It's kind of a mixed pot. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of kind of our town here, yeah. you know? Yeah, kind of a mixed uh, spot. I, I went to Denver when I was a lot younger, and they have a TDM out there. And oh, it's like sure. The, the I same family. That. Got it. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, we go to a, a good spot called Chiva Sandwich. Shout out to Chiva. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah it's real good. Nice. Got some crazy sandwiches in there. Now, where else have you been to? Uh, Miami. We were in Miami a month and a half ago. That was really cool. I hadn't been down to South Beach. Yeah. So uh, that was nice to get down to, uh, you know, get down to Miami. I mean, obviously we live on the coast, but it's a different beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we were in Vegas. Uh, we did Vegas the weekend before that, or two weeks ago, actually, we were in Vegas. So it was, uh, Vegas was good. Yeah, um, what's Vegas like now? You know, when you have cards and in Vegas, it's kind of tough. Like I said, the show was great. We had a good time. But the way I see it is like you got twenty five dollars. You're gonna most people want that quick return, or do they want to wait two months for that twenty five dollars to turn to a hundred? Mm-hmm. You know, because in the card, in this stuff, you know, obviously it's gradual. You know, when you're in Vegas, you want to hit that, you know, that number, right? Yeah, <laughs> and get that quick return. So yeah. it, again, now when you look at the crowds, it was a little different. But um, Texas is huge. Yeah, Texas has a huge collecting community. A lot of people go down there. It's probably been one of the biggest shows in the last like couple years mm-hmm. in Dallas. Now, is it the same type of show and it's just uh, it's just uh, around the country or yeah. is there a lot of different no, a lot of shows? different shows? Yeah. So different guys are putting them on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, they had a, a card and culture collision over this past weekend, too. So different guys on Instagram or Facebook are putting on these shows and they're bringing in cool sponsors and making them really big. I know for us, we're having a show ourselves. No way. Yeah. Heck oh, yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. August 21st. Yeah. August 21st, 10 in the morning till who knows when we, we usually close up. Last time was like two in the morning. 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah, dude, It was a long day. Fuck. So what we'll do is have dealers from across the country fly in and they'll get their display cases. We'll lay them all out with tables and get them all set up and they'll bring all their collections. I mean, these guys have monster collections. Mm. And so they'll bring in looking to sell, looking to trade, you know, looking to hang out and, you know, make deals. Um, I know we had a show when we first opened, but we're looking to throw a big, a big party on August 21st. Now, where's this going to be at? At our shop. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Right there in Camarillo. Uh, we have a big area to put our shop. I mean, to put, you know, we have parking. We kind of have it all set up for it already. It's kind of one of the reasons why I got the, when I envisioned getting the shop is like, oh, cool. We can put a card show out here and put tables and, you know, dealers from across the nation. Man. Local man. dealers too. You know, yeah. there's a lot of local dealers. You'd, we, we would be surprised of how many local guys that have good, awesome card collections. But people will actually fly in. Oh, yeah. I think we had like 20 plus states represented. I don't know. There was a lot of people. We had a three on three basketball game going. Nice. And yeah, there was a guy from New Jersey. Atlanta and Connecticut all on one team or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. So what other stuff do you have available at the uh, at the show? Or, or is it just everybody goes to each table and just yeah. checks it out? Yeah, or? yeah, you pretty much just walk around. Uh, you know, you check out the tables. Obviously, we'll have our shop open. 
So our shop will be there. You know, we're looking to do a few a few different other things, bring a food truck on. Uh, again, just make it more of like a community thing, mm. but more for everybody. Gotcha. So not necessarily just a car. I know there's a uh, one, one of my buddies, he does uh, logistics, like trucking. Mm. So he asked if he could be set up. And I said, oh, absolutely. You know, come in and spread your brand. You know, so it's a place to spread your brand. Mm. So so I see you have a lot of, uh, you give me the shirts, man. I appreciate it. And you got, got the it. hat, dude. And even the coloring, man. Like when did you realize the value of branding? Um, You know, we were big go- going through, I guess, going through high school. You know, Whitney Lewis was a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. And so he had a lot of uh, football recruiting. So he went through heavy football recruiting. And they used to send tons of branding stuff. So that kind of piqued my interest. And obviously, as I went to college, I started at Gonzaga. And their branding just got better and better and kind of just how they put it out. And then obviously, my brother went to Oregon. And Mm -hmm. that just took it to the next level. You know, in 2015, that's when he started. And obviously, Oregon's brand is, I mean, it's everywhere. And you know exactly what it is. So all that put together, um, just learning from them, learning kind of just seeing how they they put out their their either i guess their logo to how they put stuff in writing and just different things like that of course just learning like you know like your logo like that and stuff like that you know yeah yeah it's always just so fascinating Isn't to it? me like yeah like the branding of it cuz you'll see some companies and you know that they're going to do well just because of how they focus on branding and then you see other companies that they they just like leave it on the table you know they just don't focus on it at all and i see branding this so huge dude. it's huge all right it's, it's again it, look at nike i'm a uh, you know nike I, it's all you have to wear right it's just this and you know exactly what it is yeah hurley just the h right there yeah. like that's it yeah so like little things like that of like who like that makes a big thing now does your um does your logo already hold weight in the card community oh absolutely yeah absolutely and it continues to get bigger i know we were at uh the home run derby on monday and as we're walking through the concourse, two people came up and said, hey, I use your guys' grading services. No and way. Yeah, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's actually it's cool to see. Actually giving out a few autographs along the time. Too. Nice. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's been fun. And, you know, for, for us and kind of what we're doing it for, it makes it even better. You know? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. it just makes it that much more special. Yeah, know? it has definitely a, a great story yeah. behind it. And even the... Uh, the article that just came out in the, what is it, Camarillo, the Acorn. Yep. Um, that was a really good tribute too, to, to your brother, to the that. brand, and yeah. just, just to explain what it's all about. And that's what I find is, is really huge in branding as well, is like, why do I want to support this company versus the next company, mm-hmm. you know? And always when, a, when a, a company has like some sort of history to it or some story that it makes you feel a lot better about supporting them. And especially just hearing about the brand, like just hearing that you, you, you're able to put on like all your family members oh, heck too. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's, that's so cool. That's the most gratifying thing in the morning. Like obviously it's a big responsibility every day, you know, and then plus we get paid weekly. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's a big thing every day, but there's nothing better. Like just again, just from where we've gone from like who we are and who we were from the beginning. And, you know, again, you've grown up with us, you know, from, you know, early in the, early in the days, you know, how much family is big to us and and then to go through stretch where it hurts and then to kind of come back on the other side has kind of been a big thing you know yeah i i bet this is a collective uh like positive for everybody right one from my dad 
my dad even helps my mom my mom uh, sends me the photos on you know it's usually on tuesdays and thursdays when the mail bake packages come into her house mm-hmm. she's on the she's the fedex lady we call her because the fedex comes in she snaps a photo sends it to me yeah. and then what i'll do with that is get it to our customers so uh, my mom and my dad they're all involved and, nice. oh yeah yeah the funniest one is they were gone on a they went to chumash or something and my, i called my mom and i said hey did this fedex package come she's like oh yeah here's a photo sorry and i was like wait where are you she was i had your grandma there at the house waiting for the package <laughs> so they're all involved yeah damn so it's like a real family oh yeah everybody no, yeah everybody it's all hands-on it's all hands-on and like i tell everybody let's all eat that's kind of been our motto too like let's all eat you know yeah let's eat together i love it dude i love that motto but uh sometimes it's hard dude it is um how, how do you deal with that maybe when some family member kind of blurs the lines or if that does even happen oh 100 percent um you know that's kind of the thing that i'm learning obviously there's no like you know i kind of use it as raising children right there's no book to it yeah so you kind of just got to play every instant um i know my brother kevin's been a huge help from like an executive level on that tone um just to kind of separate the the business with the family yeah um you know obviously a lot of them they're they're i mean they're all great they, they do an amazing job all different personalities obviously mm-hmm. uh but ultimately like i said we're all there for the same reasons you know uh, as long as we can you know you know we'll bicker and banter or whatever it may be but the ultimate thing is like we're there for the same reasons like let's just grind yeah you know let's grind and there's always a bigger picture like you know i always say we're in the emphasis stages oh hell yeah you know just yeah. so what what it could be you know and what we what we could do not just from like a card level but just from a help level you know yeah yeah even when i've uh started downstar and just you know needed help and of course i just want to put on some of my friends but like i never really i never mastered that skill of being able to to kind of i don't know speak to them the right way or to get them to understand like hey when we're at biz when we're at work like this is business mm-hmm. or just like don't come in late like come in and and handle business but I guess from the difference between my stuff and yours is yours is is a is like a lot more family oriented and it's probably not them when they don't come in late they're just not letting you down they're letting the whole oh, brand down. down yeah yeah and then with me I was like well whatever you're my brother i don't care yeah. <laughs> i had to well, fire my sister like four times did already. you oh. shout out to brand she's she's on her fifth time oh, right now. shout out to brandy yeah <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a lifer and she's a, yeah <laughs> she has good equity in the company it sounds yeah. like because <laughs> how many people can you let go and they keep coming back because you know what you that's the only one yeah i i, I probably did that to a couple friends before but then i just let it go it's it's hard, it's bro, hard because dude. i'm just like I have it. I you guys need a job? I have a place for you to work. Like I need you to work. Let's fucking do this. But it seems like they would rather not do that. They'd rather work for somebody else who who doesn't care about them or or anything. Isn't that hard to understand? It it is, man. Yeah, and, and that's what I go through too. Yeah. You know, I I go through that too cuz even being in the corporate world of me working in the corporate world is like again you work for the guy and like you got to produce like it's not easy but when you're getting put in like i said you can put it in you know our, our thing like we're here as a collective group you know it's come on you know you want to and for me i'm a fiery guy at times yeah. you're aries right no i'm a taurus taurus yeah, yeah late april right yeah, late april i'm a taurus i'm a bull raging bull yeah, yeah but yeah no same thing with me like the i see it so clear as day okay 
you need a job i'll give you a job i'll pay you just come in let's fucking handle stuff but then it just all, all the emotions everything gets mixed up and you know if they do something wrong and you tell them they, they get in their feelings it's like bro i don't care who did it wrong if i don't care if i did it wrong like it can't be that's wrong a good point anymore. yeah yeah that's a good point yeah no and that, that's a good workable point that i guess as a, a business and a family or or any business you go through you know yeah but yeah i mean i ideally it would be like like you have it with everybody working all your family members working with you but it's just well it's not easy yeah trust me there's 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 i'm sure on both sides of the spectrum from them to us and and trying to find that balance you know or kind of saying what you want to say and not not wanting to hurt feelings but knowing that stuff has to get done yeah stuff has to get done uh how serious can you be? You know, I guess that's my thing. And I try to balance. And again, cause I'm, I'm a fiery guy too. Mm-hmm. U- uber competitive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, from our younger days, <laughs> <laughs> you still, you still feel like that. Oh dude, even more. Yeah. Even more. It's crazy. That's good, man. Um, I mean, you, you recognize the skills that you have. And then if you're able to just direct them in the, with the direction that you, the want that could like benefit you yeah. in some way, you know? could help but also at the same time it could be both ways so like you said it's just finding that balance you know yeah. finding that good balance and uh working through it you yeah. know working through things i think with with me personally the biggest thing that help is me having to check myself you know good point because i've always been that person that i was right you know it the way that i'm thinking about it is the right way because i can envision it mm-hmm. but you know sometimes it's not always right mm-hmm. you know sometimes it, it's better to have like a different opinion and i think honestly podcasting has helped out a lot i mean this is episode 227 dude Dang. i've had a lot of people on this podcast and you get to just throw stories back and yeah. forth and you get to hear different personalities and sometimes i'll just be like man i never even thought it from that <laughs> point of view yeah. you know so even even nowadays when i have like a disagree with with a disagreement with somebody I'll step out of my body like a third person and just look at it and just, I could understand why they came to that conclusion with like the knowledge that they have about that situation or what is their, their emotion, Mm -hmm. you know, even how people grew up, um, you know, their, their family dynamic, Mm -hmm. dude, Everything plays a part. Everything into yeah. how somebody yeah. is, rather than get to that answer so fast, kind of slow down and take it more in perspective. Yeah, yeah. I know that's what I'm working on too. <laughs> you yeah, know? Uh, and it's a process, you know, for that. But it's important. Yeah, it's important, especially at being a, uh, in a business position like we're in. Yeah. yeah, and just you know, just understanding people is like, yeah, maybe this person just doesn't get it because they've never had that situation before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm on a gallon a day, bro. Are you? been for like like three weeks already dang you've been good what happened dude um i don't know i just there's a there's a challenge it's called 75 hard have you heard of it no so there's this um there's this business owner his name's andy frisella he has like a podcast and it's a like a motivational podcast and just talks about business and he started a company from nothing and it's worth like over 100 million but He'll bring up scenarios that are kind of like, I can relate to them still. So it like, um, <coughs> it's it's good to to listen to people like that because you hear that the problems that they're going through and mm-hmm. then you try to like, uh, you know, you learn from it. And he has this challenge. It's called 75 hard. 
And what it is, it's uh, five things that you have to do each day. So it's drink a gallon of water. You have to take a progress pick. You have to read 10 pages from a self-help book. You have to work out twice a day for 45 minutes and one has to be outside. And the last one, oh my God, it's slipping my head. That's pretty good um, for every day though, those first four. If you do all of these things, after the 75 days, your life has changed. And I could see it. I could see it because um, one of the biggest things that changes your life is discipline. Mm -hmm. you know, when, when you're a disciplined person and you make sure that you do shit, you, you drink this gallon of water no matter what. Mm -hmm. Finish your like, milk. Yeah. You have to do it. Yeah. And when, when you start thinking of things like that, like, I have to get this card graded. I told this customer it's going to be graded by Friday. I don't give a shit what happens in between. On Friday, that customer is getting that card. Yep. And when when you get to that level, it's like everything else in life just becomes, it's not easy, but you know how manageable. to manageable. Manageable. Yep. You know how to manage it. You know yep. how to do it. Yep. Manageable. So I'm kind of, I want to get to that point. Like That's um, awesome. You know, Heck yeah. Um, Drinking water for sure it's is important. a big one mm -hmm. for me. I want to make sure that I drink a lot of water. And it helps that it's been 100 degrees mm. outside, right? <laughs> yeah, but and sometimes I'll just forget too, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's and then true. probably like at 9 o'clock at night, I have half left, dude. And I'm just fucking going, dude, and <laughs> pissing off. <laughs> You're laying in bed and it's all a little puddle around you. Huh? Yeah, dude. I got to get better at that. And, and I know uh, C can attest to, uh, attest to that, but like even at my eating, you mm. know, and like when and how actually not even what i eat but like i go long stretches you know what i mean big long stretches and again being more disciplined in certain areas like that yeah yeah because i know it would benefit and yeah it's good to do that is just to test yourself you know and discipline's a good work a good word right now you know? yeah just even in our society of just being disciplined in a lot of a lot of different areas all right guys let's take a break for our next sponsor action clutch big big shout out to action clutch thank you guys for coming back as the sponsor for the next season of downtime with downstar we're so excited to grow with you guys and if you haven't checked out action clutch check them out right now before this read at action clutch they've been working on a lot of stuff and uh they're really getting into content which is awesome but one of the most critical parts to any build is the clutch without a proper clutch you won't be able to get that power to the wheels no one wants to spend hundreds of dollars on a clutch that won't hold their power for more than a few races or spirited drives that's why it's important to go with a kit that you know that you can count on and that's why many people choose action clutch over the competition action clutch makes kits here in the usa with parts sourced locally in los angeles they have kits to replace oems Clutches all the way up to 1,200 horsepower and can be found everywhere from street cars, drag cars, even formula drift vehicles. Not only are the clutches made in the USA, but they've made a strong focus this year to give back to a percentage of sales to the community during these hard times, providing impacted families with groceries and other necessities. Contact them today with whatever you need and they'll give you the family treatment. You can check them out at actionclutch.com. And if you don't see what you need on there, you can give them a call at 323-269-6051. Or like I said, check them out on Instagram and you can shoot them a DM and get right to it at actionclutch. Or you can email them at sales at actionclutch.com. Or if you want, you could just honk your horn five times in a row. Beep, beep, long beep, beep, beep. 
and they'll be there right at your door. That's not gonna happen, but what is gonna happen if you use the code DTWD for checkout, you get 15% off. How lit is that? Go buy yourself a clutch. Now back to the show. It is, because I feel like a lot of people just slack off. You know, on my social media, I post a lot of like harsh shit, you know, uh, uh, like motivating, but like in more of a harsh way. And it's, it, that's that's what works for me. But it's like, dude, it's reality. Dude. Yeah. yeah You're, that works for me too. <laughs> the harsh way. Like wherever you are in life, that's because of the decisions that you made. No matter what happened before you had tragedy or, or whatever it was, there's millions of people who've had worse things that oh, happened yeah. to you that are in a better situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so when once you get to that point where you're just like, I'm taking control of my life and everything that happens to me, good or bad, I'm taking responsibility for it. To me, that's like the ultimate freedom because there's stuff that that will happen to me right now. And granted, like maybe it's not a positive thing that would happen. I try to find any positivity in that good. because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, if, the, if this card gets ruined, the card just got ruined. There's no emotion to it you add the emotion yeah. to it yeah so it, it's up to you oh i'm crashed if oh, the you, car gets me yeah if yeah. you want to just live in that yeah, emotion like fuck what's wrong mike just thinking about the ken griffey from five years ago. <laughs> get over it dog yeah. get fucking over it you know yeah or about relationships sure. or whatever it's like you're the one that chose to be with that person yeah. you need to wear that you yeah. need to own that 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 person didn't end up being a great person you need to own that that you weren't able to see that you know for them treating you wrong they have to deal with that then they're gonna have to deal with that somewhere in your life and when i started looking at life like that instead of being like why me why me like taking control over my life dude it's been like like the ultimate freedom oh you know 100 i know that's kind of like the turn i had you know myself being able to just one challenge myself right and then stay as disciplined as you can and then uh like i said just looking for different outlets like th- there's other ways you know what i mean like you, you look at your i look at yourself in the mirror and you're like okay what do i want to do take control of it take it by the reins you mm-hmm. know how do i want to feel how do I, what do i want to do today so no and I, I tell you and i go back even shoot the, the magic in, in the in the sports cards you know <laughs> like this has been all i think about every day that's you know? so tight dude. yeah so it's been- and that's one thing that people don't understand too if if there's something that you just like think about every day and you're just like you just geek out in it and when you get off work you you More. do that yeah. do that figure out a way to make money from that you know even if you're into baseball cards and you're like well i, I don't know how to make money you from can it. sell dirty shoelaces on ebay dude you can Price, sell anything, anything bro dude. like there are the platforms now that are out there for like being a i guess a business owner or, or somebody to make moves it's out there mm-hmm. it's out there for sure because it's the power of the internet yeah i mean they didn't have internet when we were growing up now like you can post something right put something out there and have people like it uh, i should have worn my wheezy shirt today but weddo you know my yeah. buddy weddo he has these wheezy shirts and i've been trying to encourage him to get out there and pump that you know and you'll be surprised so before you started your, your company did you 
envision yourself as a business owner did you think that like you could be that kind of person well you know i mean i was involved in baseball so like i ran our, our own baseball program mm -hmm. so i mean that kind of helped like running my own travel ball team and kind of running down business and kind of money flows and kind of doing all that i mean that being a business person or the owner or, you know running a business 100 mm -hmm. like being the manager yeah 100 but now like in what how but like you meant you just mentioned find something you like yeah and then just build around that you yeah. know have a vision i literally drew everything out i still have the drawings i would sit in my closet and draw what a shop would look like i didn't even have a shop yeah but i would just draw it out and we could literally take my drawing and look at the shop and it's an, an identical Dope. are you, you so you're able to like envision something in oh, your yeah. head and just see see it oh, all yeah. oh yeah but it's again it's a power of thinking yeah you know, you know how, how you you know what do you see and just put it put it to action you know yeah. and then you get help i mean geez i grew up in a huge family <laughs> my dad had what 10 brothers and sisters and my mom had 11 no way yeah oh my god think about dude. it and they're all like most of them are remarried with multiple i mean they all have kids so 80 plus cousins six, yeah i mean you're up there in numbers that's wild yeah so again you just there's somebody that knows something to do something just connect yeah like see what is his passion what does he like to do and find out yeah and find out I what mean, he can mix in mix it. it yeah mix it in and it's kind of how do we all come together and put it all together like a meatloaf yeah you know what i mean but it takes somebody to be able to to even have that vision somebody like yourself no. yeah you know? no, no no doubt and then to execute it to be able to you know put pieces in place and to say okay let's do it this way yeah i think something that stops a lot of people is they just haven't seen it happen firsthand because it's easy to see it online and you know see somebody start their company from from something and make it or from nothing to make it something but if they've never seen their brother their cousin do it it's a little harder for them to envision it oh yeah and that's kind of the frustrating part about it too is when you know I'll, I'll talk to people and they'll be like yeah i want to start a business but i don't know i don't know how to do this i don't like, it's dude, a it's a yeah fear figure of it out yeah a exactly it. they're just like afraid to fail and to feel like you know they failed right i mean who wants to feel like that but i guess you have to like look past it and know that if you give everything you have to it stuff isn't gonna always go out go right but just know you can always keep working yeah you know what i mean you can always keep plugging away like i said for this i'm gonna run it until there's no tomorrow like, yeah like you know there's been offers like oh yeah what do you what would you want for your business and this is like dude honestly like for me this is just something like i'm passionate about and we can continue to add pieces you know whether it be our consignment business you know we run our consignment or we do live breaks online or you know grading or card shop and stuff like that so yeah just keep keep adding different pieces to it keep on keeping on yeah bro. yeah merch you know we have merch too but we haven't really promoted merch as much mm -hmm. um we've kind of built it out but not as much like let's we're selling it and this is what we're doing kind of put the branding behind it yeah so is that something that you're, you're going to work on eventually eventually but as anything it's taking it in steps you know taking in steps and like my thing is just trying to do things uh, the right way and like the best way but in a, in a slow down manner because everything's going fast you know everything goes fast and again it's not easy <laughs> i mean just from working from with just distributors to anything yeah you know? i could just imagine just traveling that much traveling yeah but again not uh not afraid right you're not afraid to do something and 
hey, if somebody tells you no, I've been told no a lot of times in my yeah, life. Yeah, right. Hey, can I be on your team? No, you're too short. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, think about it. When you go yeah. to the playground, can I be on the basketball team? Who's the last <laughs> pick, dude? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah. But that shit makes you who you are, dude. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. But again, it, it's it's kind of universal, you know? You know, just just keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like to always tell people is like, you get up and spend 40 hours of your week working some job that you hate. Like, that's enough discipline as it is to yeah. take to to start your own business, dude. Like, you got it. If, if you could do this for somebody else, like, you could do it for yourself. You can. You can. And there's so many tools out there these days. There's so, like, I, I mean, I could think of, I mean, we haven't even tapped into, like, YouTube. And you, there's, like, so much that, like, if you could just solely focus on one. Like, obviously, we focus on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, Instagram is our main platform right now where, where we started. Um, but, again, their access is there. You can reach people. Yeah. I mean, think about it. When can you reach people back in the day? Yeah. Uh, Napster? Yeah. The Napster chat rooms? That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was my shit back in the day, right. dude, when I used to uh, sit there on the dial up internet. CDs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the <laughs> the dial up internet. DSL. Damn, you're, uh, you're aging us a lot, dude. Yeah. So, uh, what are some of the other hobbies that you're into besides cards? Oh, I love to fish. No way. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I love to fish. You, uh, I think you know my cousin David, right? David yeah. Mason oh, yeah. Prep. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Badfish Cartel. Badfish. Shout yeah. out to Badfish Cartel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout uh, out to Preppy. Yeah. Shout out to Badfish and his brother Derek. Yeah. Yeah. You got to give his brother Derek a shout, <laughs> shout out. out to Derek, dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's a fishing motherfucker, dude. He yeah. loves fishing. He's a bass man. fisherman. Yeah. yeah. So what do you like to fish? I, I like bass. I mean, like fishing, but saltwater is kind of like my thing. I like to chase after the. Right now, uh, I just was on a trip uh, last it was on fourth of july mm-hmm. i went um on fourth of july evening mm-hmm. on an overnight boat and caught a white sea bass oh okay yeah massive white sea bass i chased that for like 30 years no lie really dude every summer out there couldn't catch one finally caught one so, so where, where'd you go to uh we caught a boat out in channel islands right there in Oxnard. we drove out like five hours overnight wow uh, yeah sleep on the boat then you get up and good luck. You know, you're fishing, not catching. So you yeah. never know. Is there a lot of people on the boat? 20. Mm. Yeah. So it's super comfortable. Um, but you're out there. We're targeting, you know, white sea bass. That's kind of like the, the trip of what gotcha, you're doing. Got you, got you, got you. So my next target now is a bluefin tuna. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what I like to do. Target fish. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of going to be like my thing right now is getting out there and target fish. Has... um. Again, I don't, in the minimal time I have with, you know, doing the buying, selling, running a shop and doing all that. So that's kind of like my downtime too. Got you. Yeah. My, my dad used to do a lot of that kind of fishing. Oh, yeah. um, I remember this was before I was even into sushi, dude. They would get like yellowfin or whatever mm-hmm. and then go to the backyard mm-hmm. and cut it up and then have sashimi. And I'm like, oh, that's gross. And now I'm just like, fuck, dude, I should have yeah. been grubby. I know how you wish you had that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Actually, my family doesn't eat it. I eat it. Really? Yeah. So I have to like get all my clothes off before I come inside. Oh, because like, it smells? Yeah, because I stink. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fishing's dope, man. Yeah. I just I just never had the patience for it. Yeah. I yeah. always would go out with, with David to go fish and... I wouldn't catch shit. Well, you probably caught a sunburn. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Caught some Z's, bro. I'm like, this shit's boring. (laughs) Let's go skateboard. But uh, yeah, that's been my thing lately. I've been skating a lot, dude. Oh, got it. 
Got yeah, it. I love skateboarding. And then my son, he's he's like all into skateboarding right now. So dude. into the moves and they help set the X Games on and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the that, Olympics that young, too. Yeah, oh, the Olympics mm-hmm. is coming on and that young uh, X Game rider. You know, they got to do X Game cards. Mm. They got to get like some Tony Hawk cards. Actually, you know what they do? They make Tony Hawk cards. Tony yeah. Hawk comes out in a brand called Tops, uh, Allen and Ginter. Oh, okay. Mistaken. Yeah, you can get Tony Hawk autos for sure. Now, what about some cards like that came in cereal boxes is, again is, those are like even you know what's a big one is the ones in the sports illustrated magazines oh okay yeah the sports illustrated for kids uh-huh. they used to have like the four cards in there i mean the tiger woods in that goes for 10 grand wow. rated yeah yeah oh we just we got a couple of them uh mia ham came through the shop last week super cool they came out of the sports illustrated for kids mm. magazine but again, what do people do with those? Yeah. So Just fuck them up. All day or threw them in the trash or use them for a fly swatter to spank you <laughs> know, in my house. So they use it for the weapon to spank you. No. So um, can I show you a little bit of what yeah, I got? Yeah, let's see what you got. You know what? I brought this card, this raw card, a little something. This is actually, I coached this guy. No way. Where at? St. Bonaventure High School. So he plays for Team USA. And he's actually going to Stanford. Wow. So he plays for awesome. Team USA. And Team USA, um, they're owned by, obviously, Panini. Uh-huh. And they give these guys stickers and a whole bunch of stuff. So this is a piece of his game jersey. Game oh, wait. Use. I didn't even see that. Yeah. So they have the game use of wow. his jersey and a, and his autograph. So those are the different things. And then it's numbered. So those are like the three points that they're looking for. So obviously, it's a thicker card so, so they can put the jersey in there. Damn, I bet you this makes you feel some way, huh? That you actually know the dude? Yeah. No, and he came in uh, a couple weeks ago before he left to uh, Summer Ball. And he actually had a whole bunch of cards and he signed them. But this stuff is you pull out of a pack. So pretty cool stuff. Let's see what you got. Right, oh, so typical I, box. I'm typical, just going to tell, I'm gonna tell right. you what. When I see cards that you had for a while, we look at the box dates. Yeah. Okay, so you see how the, the cardboard is kind of a little <laughs> broken down a little bit, okay? The cardboard is a little broken down, so this is typical so card holders. There's gonna be some good shit in here. All right, I'm I'm a flex on you real quick. Are you ready? Oh, that's a cool Alex Rodriguez. Right. Yeah, I got the A Rod. A Rod rookie. I got this mustache dude. <laughs> yeah, this is Juan Gonzalez. See, this is what I was banking on, guys. Cal <laughs> Ripken. Yeah, you know what? So this Cal <laughs> Ripken right here is in the '89, so or in '90. So this was like seven his year eight. Oh, okay. Cards, but so. it's from Kmart, though. It's from Kmart. And Kmart's not around. So that's got to be rare, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only problem with this is like, so there's no uh, there's no card sleeve on this one? Or was there? No, no card sleeve. So you see, there's no protection of the surface on something like this. Because what we did is we thought, oh, these are going to protect it. Well, did- when they rub against the plastic, they scratch the surface. Oh. Yes. This this fool has that sleeve. Let Terry Pendleton. Oh. I think my mom went to school with him or something. She went to CI? Yeah. Yeah. TP. Eric Caros, dude. That one's got half the plastic. Yeah, so it might be worth <laughs> half the dollars. How cool was it, though? Dude? I, I, I love this set, the 96 score series. So crazy, man. I don't know, dude. Oh, shit. Here's the see. rare one, guys. Let Are you see. ready? Let me take a peek at these. I'm retiring, guys. How Hideo Nomo. <laughs> You know, he threw a no-hitter in Colorado, yeah. and it was a big thing. He was a good pitcher. And then, uh, who's this dude? Is this Nolan Ryan again? Yeah, it's one of the Fuck. old school inserts. Another 
trash ripkin dude yeah kmart dude you like to shop at kmart when you're <laughs> yeah. a you're a kmart shopper <laughs> they were all on the uh the blue light special yeah dude. they were on the end caps yeah. there at kmart right there in oxnard right here on channel yeah. island of ventura road yeah these are cool cards piazza yeah one of the earlier piazza cards third year piazza dude i haven't looked you remember at you so remember long. the you remember this guy Raul Mondesi. Yeah. So he's one of the guys that I know like uh, organizations will look at as a player that is like his specimen. Mm. Like his size. The dude can throw, throw, can run, can do a little bit of everything. I mean, look at his one year. He had 26 homers and 27 RBIs. Oh, dude, this one's an old one, bro, because it's got the cartoon in the back. It's from 1989, bro. Who had the longest hitting streak as a Brooklyn Dodger? Um way broken now i believe zach wheat 29 games see they don't make a lot of cards like this nowadays but this is what card collecting was about oh, you can read all this stuff got on there. you i was gonna say babe ruth dude look at this guy this dude just looks old-fashioned yeah, that's the bulldog that was his nickname oh dude look at this comic on the back crazy huh Dang. that's about 10 grand right there guys hit me up if you need it <laughs> Another fucking Cal, <laughs> dude. You were you were a Cal Rifkin guy. I wasn't even a fan, dude. I don't know why I had so many of them. I mean, the Orioles. You were an <laughs> Oriole fan, dude. Come on, they haven't won. <laughs> the Orioles haven't won a shoot probably since then, the nineties. Another Nolan Ryan Kmart, dude. I got the whole Kmart set, bro. Yeah. You know what? Let's look at this Nolan Ryan right now. I'm gonna look at the value of your Nolan. Ryan All right, let card. me see. Let's I got a lot, dude. I'm gonna take a peek at this Nolan Ryan. Now, I, I would give it a high of a dollar. All right, let's see. A dollar, guys. Over under a dollar. Oh my God, this is the whole set. 1990 Kmart. Featuring three exclusive bonus cards, each of Joe DiMaggio. Oh, that dude's Joe DiMaggio. That's that guy, right? Joe, yeah. Hey, you remember old man Nick, dude? Well, you know, Nick, that was your neighbor. Yeah. I, I used to think that when he left that you took his whole collection. No. Dude, are you sure? I, I think I took the collection before he died. Okay, but, so uh, he got... This is about a dollar and a quarter. Oh, my God. Maybe. Hard again. So, Mr. Nick, yeah. I wonder what that guy had. Because, you know, I have a few cards my dad said he got from him. And they're from 1934, Bowman. All right, so let me see. This one's in... Oh, shit, bro. All right. I'm about to fuck your day up right here. Elvis, bro. Wait, you never know. Let's take a peek at these. I got Elvis. Boxcar Enterprises, 1978. This in, intrigues me. Star Wars. Let's take a peek at this. Fuck with me, guys. I told you I had something. Let me see. Dude. This one oh, intrigues me. Shit. 1978 Elvis. I'm just looking at the ones in the plastic because <laughs> Ninja Turtles. What? Oh. What am I thinking, dude? I hope I got something. I have I have a lot of stuff, guys. All right. Well, you know what? It didn't intrigue me. Again, you can get the these are a few bucks a piece. It's a set. It's a mm. promo set. The whole set you can buy for fifteen dollars. Ah, oh, dude, you're my fucking hopes. So look at more Elvis. 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 Grease. Wait, Grease. let me see the Grease. The Grease one's different. Yeah, the Grease one's different. Grease. Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you collecting, dude? <laughs> I'm telling you one thing. Grease and lightning. It's a teenage. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> it's teenage. 
It's Teen Angel. <laughs> no, that was a classic movie. How many times you watch that movie, dude? Never. I've never seen it. You never watch it with your dude. sisters? No. Saturday Night Fever. I got the whole one, dude. He's upset right there. They're about to go fucking have a fight or something, dude. Oh I, I, I don't know if uh, the uh, Jolly Spirit sold any of these. I don't know. It's, it gets even weirder. Are you ready? Yeah, let's see. Richie, you're such a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a happy happy days dude yeah. happy days ain't worth shit dude no dude oh my god look at elvis i'm gonna see happy days <laughs> elvis in, yeah. in, the, in cuba <laughs> is that where he was <laughs> captain america these got look at that that looks like money right there dude star wars with the signature Okay, so we have some side. action. There's there's somebody that put up two of the grease cards up on auction right now. Twenty six cents. So guys. far, we're living life. So far. Oh my god, dude. Oh wait, these ones are cool. The Star Wars here, are different. Check check yeah, out those, bro. All these are different. All these are different. Oh, right here, these are different too. Yeah, Marvel. 91. So guys, I'm striking out again. This is the fun part, though. I tell you, there's nothing better than this when we get them in the shop and we just are going through this stuff. What see. about Casey Jones' sticker? Teenage <laughs> How many pizzas did he deliver? <laughs> I got to check his stats, dude. <laughs> yeah. I got the package. Oh You're a well-rounded collector, Frank. I guess so, dude. 1991 Hulk. Let me see. All right, guys, we got to take a break for our last sponsor, Aeromotive. Piecing together a fuel system for a build can be a difficult task. Luckily, Aeromotive has your back with everything from replacement fuel pumps to fuel systems that will support 3,000 plus horsepower. Aeromotive's engineers have developed a solution for your build regardless of the power level. If you're looking to make a switch over to E85, they have every part that you need to build a system that will be there when you need it the most. Need a custom fuel system for your daily that turns project car no problem maybe you guys want to check out their new line of pumps the uh, brushless pump line which is a quieter pump less heat and lasts longer than traditional brush motor fuel pumps and they range from uh, the original a1000 all the way up to 10 gallons per minute 3,000 horsepower if anybody has anything like that please let me know and uh let me drive it that would be pretty lit but probably most people listening are going to take advantage of the stealth 340 this is aeromotive's top selling fuel pump and it fills, fits most factory fuel tanks and uh they can handle up to 700 horsepower for efi systems or a thousand for a carbureted system and if you don't know what you need you could just hit up the uh, customization shop on their website you can go there and say hey i have this i have the new k series v8 or what have you i need five million horsepower i need the line three inches wide whatever you need just hit them up man and they'll get it ready for you and if you're a pro drifter like matt field and you're on the break right now and you said you know what you're chilling in the garage with all the babes all the money all the sponsors and you're like you know what we got to do today we got to refinish this fuel system we got to revamp it and re everything you just send it over to uh, aeromotive and join their rebuild program you send the stuff over they'll rebuild it fix it up for you slap it back in and when we get back to reality you can go drift in and do what you do but big shout out to aeromotive thank you guys for continuing to support downtime with downstar and um supporting you guys if you uh want to use anything from aeromotive just use the code dtwd and you get 10 percent off spend 100 bucks save 10 bucks take that 10 bucks go buy a coffee 
and keep on keeping on like Joe Dierte. Now back to the show. So this is Bowman 1990 Ooh. official complete set 528 cards. Look at that. All in the set. I you probably never, never touched even him. touched them before, dude. I mean, five bucks. That's all. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I'm trying years, to see what dude. this blue border one costs graded. <laughs> That's a pretty cool card. Oh, look at I got to hear it. What else you got, dude? Oh, oh shit. You might have hit the. Look at What do you got there? Let's see. Sh Shaq Fu. Brand new pack. Dude. Is the autograph in here? I don't know. It could be. Oh, it's not brand new. Oh, here's another one. Basketball Let's rookie exclusive got. inserts. One ninety nine per pack. If I can get two bucks for this pack, I'll be happy because I just get my money back. Well, not really because two bucks back in the day is like ten dollars today <laughs> due to inflation. <sighs> inflation. Huh? You're right. Guys, I don't have shit in here. Classic four sport. No, you, I tell you what, you never know. It only takes hockey. one. It only takes one. So go ask all your aunts, uncles, cousins, grandpas, neighbors. Get all the cards, dude. Just get all the cards. Desmond know? Howard. Oh, he's a Hall of Fame. I mean, a Heisman Trophy winner. Ninety-two draft pick. Dude, you know all the info off the top of your head, bro. That's so dope. I have no, no clue. So about this is this a classic hockey. four sport. You can find like the Derek Jeter and the Shack. Actually, the Shack in here. Those are pretty good money. Right, and pretty good see. money, I mean graded like a few hundred bucks, which is pretty good money. Oh shit. Cal Ripken calling card. Bro. You know what? <laughs> Next time I see you, I'm gonna get you a Cal Ripken t shirt. <laughs> Nine call. Look at this, dude. What? <laughs> Look at the number still alive. Do you think it works? I'm gonna call it right now. <laughs> dude, hey, can I speak to Cal, please? Yeah. More hockey. So all these are open, dude. Five, well, here's four, a cool part, five, dude. Four. You collected, dude. You're yeah. a collector. Oh, here we go. Oh. Steve, and this one's in a heart. Mm. Steve Gibraltar of the uh, Reds with a signature. Okay. And it says, congratulations, you've received an autographed 1995 Five Sport Autograph Edition card. What do you think that bad boy is worth, dude? About three bucks. Fuck, dude. My wife is just... <laughs> dying right now yeah. she's laughing <laughs> she's gonna make me throw all this she's shit gonna, away well you know what actually this has a hard case this could be a coaster Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks mike i'm joking let me see i'm actually just gonna i want to see what this is five sport oh my gosh five sport classic for real, i haven't looked at these since i stole them from home <laughs> <laughs> because so. he left open his garage he left it open dude oh uh, okay i got the, the uh, good Steve. ones right here oh shit here it oh, is there we go you got the griffey now you're talking look at this go ken <laughs> griffey bazooka superstar oh. oh dude and way more cal ripkin whoa look at that's the whole griffey right here 96. oh hey you know what what we might have let me see hold on let me see let's see what one sold on your steve card don't, don't tell it. me 10 bucks either bro no no actually there hasn't been a sell on in 90 days but there's some listed right now there's actually somebody listing this for 15 dollars online oh my god dude. $15. all right let's see your griffey collection griffey's big time collector of people there's a cool card right here 92 donors oh what about do you 
do things like this like these oh little, yeah, minis yeah boys. yeah let me see yeah mini this came out of the Borden set napoleon lajoy it's like an insert like they do the uh the tops minis now oh look at this box dude this box just looks old bro yeah this is definitely one i stole from old man nick you could tell whoa so this is like the whole the whole set no let me see from 87 dude yeah. That, uh, let's see what an 87, 1987. So you're hyping me up. 10,000, 20,000, well, then 10 cents, 20 cents. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big difference. Big difference bro. in cards? Yeah. Uh, tops uh, set. Well, you got to remember when they made, when when collector, the companies made the cards, like Tops made these back in the days, right? Yeah. We collected. We collected all this stuff. But the thing is, is that these guys just cared about making as many as they can, mm. but not caring in a world of what kind of supply chain or what it could do. Because think about it. Look what everybody's left with now. Junk. Junk. They call it the junk wax era. Yeah. There's a bunch of junk in here, dude. 96. This wow. one I got a big five for 119. Well, the good news is you can't even find a pack under a dollar these days. Oh, well, I could at least make my buck back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this one might be brand new still. Oh, shit, guys. What do you got? This is brand new. Well, let's open it. Let's yet. see what it is. 95 score? This is that what it is? 97. 97 score. It's time to open it up, dude. You think so? Oh, dude. Why not? Ooh, I got two. Oh, you're, you scored. Wait, no, today. that one's open. <laughs> Maybe one? it's just old that it just sealed back up. <laughs> Maybe they're just so old it is. Dude, these grease cards are cool. Look at what they used to do. How cool is this stuff, though, like back in the day? So trading cards have been through recessions, have been through wars, have been through everything. Look at it. Oh Go back God. through the years. People are still collecting. Man, bro. I was hoping. I'll have something. I will give it to you, Frank. You do know how to open a pack, though. Yeah? You do. Because... Well, you probably taught me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I Now to think of it, we probably you probably traded me all your cards, dude. Probably. And I probably gave you the green. I want my fucking cards <laughs> yeah. back. That's mine. <laughs> you, I probably traded you these grease cards for, like, Derek Jeter <laughs> cards, dude. <laughs> I got hustled, bro. And I used to say, hey, give this. Hey, oh, you wait. ain't got that, though. No, that is nice. Look at that. That's, Super, like a, that's Clark Kent. Yeah, that is a nice card. Man, dude. Bill Swift. I don't know who he is. Yeah, that's a cool Ooh. card. So, Frank, when you look at this card, look at, like, the surface. You'll see, like, the scratching involved in it. So, those are, like, some of the things, like, the graders will look at. You see? Okay, got you, got yes. you, got you. Yes, those are the things. And then when they look at edging, you're looking at, like, edging like this. You see how it's kind of, like, frayed off? Yeah. yeah. It's not, like like, a super clean cut. What about like that dude oh those are cool cards my wife that's technology my wife doesn't allow me to look at cards like that too long why she says that i'll get you just thrown out oh yeah. shit because <laughs> you're looking at them like ah. stop oh i'll stare at them all day yeah i don't have nothing dude i have a bunch of those 
those cards. Look at that. Randy Johnson. Yeah. The, the, the those kind of cards that they made, I tell you, they need a there was a set they made with like Michael Jordan, the basketballs. Mm-hmm. Super cool set. Now that's my collection, bro. Nothing, dude. Oh, let me see. This dude. Yeah, I don't I, I me personally, I don't open packs. I, I I like to buy like boxes of like if you were like, hey Mike, you came to the shop and taped this all up, you say how much you want for it. And I would just make you like a blind offer. Like what, fifteen bucks? Well, by looking at your boxes, like the box like that, like the the cardboard. <laughs> yeah. What about these upper deck? Great set. The Jeter in there goes for great money. Let me see. You're looking like three, yeah, five to seven hundred dollars. Oh man, what about if I gotta peel it off, dude? Uh, think of the surface of what you're gonna do with the surface. Oh my god, bro. What about Jose Lima? That. Is he pretty lit, Yeah, dude? he no. think he got arrested on cocaine charges back in Florida. Hey, that makes a value, dude. He's rare. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Well, it's a fucking bust. <laughs> you got a Jason Kidd rookie. He's the new coach of the Dallas Mavericks. Probably goes for like three bucks. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, hey, before that, though, it was worth zero under the bed, right? I guess so. Bright side of things. You just well, here's the cool part. Like, I, there's there's cool websites. Like, you literally can send these to the website. It's called, like, ComC, right? Yeah. So, shout out to ComC. They do a good job. You send them, like, a brick like this. We call them bricks, right? Just uh -huh. the logger cards. And they'll go ahead and list them all on eBay for you. They'll do all the work for you. You'll pay, like, 10 cents a card, but you manage your own store now. So, anything after that is your money. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, if you got a whole bunch of, like, cards that, like, I, like, I think of this. Like, something like this is a cool card that somebody might want. But you put it on the platform, which is a billion people, right? There's yeah. tons of people on the eBay platform. And, you know, you'll you'll be surprised on what you can sell on there. Well, hopefully this one. That's Ricky. Randy Johnson. Is worth a lot. Because yeah. I have, like. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Watch All this. Look at that. Ones. There you go. I'm we'll give you a couple. Man. No, not at all. Look at this. Randy Johnson. That would be dope if that one's worth a lot because I got like 10 of those ones. We'll, go with, got... we'll look at what a PSA 10 sells for. They go for 100 bucks. 100? Yeah, PSA oh. 10. There we go, guys. We did it. We're living so life. Think about it. If you had all these PSA 10s, 1, 2, 3, 4, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17. 1700 Now, the bucks, chances yeah. of those being a PSA 10, just based off the side condition. Oh, my God. So, they're like a 3, maybe, uh, huh? Three what do you think? I'd say 3. 3 okay. out of 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't want to give you the number. But my Master Splinter is pretty... There you go. It's pretty crispy. A lot bro. of that stuff takes off. A lot of that stuff's collect because they don't have a lot of them out there. Like that Ninja Turtle stuff, there's not Zaps. a lot of people selling them. April had some big titties, dude, for a cartoon, bro. That was a cool... And she always just had like her blouse halfway. When you were a young kid watching that? I hope I never jacked off to April cartoons. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, and I got... The movie ones too. These are pretty dope, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cause they're like a. 
Francis Down. This is weird, dude. I haven't looked at this shit forever. Bring back memories? Uh, I guess so. I was just hoping that it'd be worth something. Norm, I have I have a bunch of this dude. Norm Charlton. Yeah, no, he's out. Shit, he's whack. Yeah, Norm's, he's out. Norm's whack. Yeah, Norm is out. The only Norm is good as a restaurant. Of this <laughs> Norm, shout out to yeah. Norm. Yeah. All right, so no more Kmart. We got the Target set, dude. dude Target was up and running then, huh? This is what you call the Target sticker collection. Living life, bro. See, me being a card collector at heart, like, this stuff right here is amazing. Look at Tommy Lasorda. See, keep, look at Take that out, dude. Put that on your mantle. <laughs> aren't you a Dodger fan? I'm just a fan of the logo. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Rick Monday. Well, I know that you put work into these because you ripped them out of the Target magazine. Yeah, dude. I, I'm telling you, I was investing <laughs> in my future. Whatever, man. Well... Maybe there's something good hidden in here. There is. I, I know I, I have it. one card that's in like a case that has like screws, screws on and stuff on it. So, and it's a, a hologram one. Those are nice. And it was shaped weird too. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about because I don't even know. Really die cuts. What I'm They're called die cuts. Yeah. Yep. 1990 or 1977 Star Wars. See, I'll, this is, um, I'll just go through a whole bunch of stuff cards and different stuff and just ebay them to research prices and that's kind of how it got me going oh dude i think this is the box bro you found it whole kmart set dude oh yeah let me see those let me see what's in those playing cards <laughs> ricky henderson yeah unless you have 80 i got four of those no. Right there. Deion Sanders in that year was his rookie. They sell pretty good money. Don Maddenly, Kirby Puckett. Look at these ones, dude. Oh, yeah. See, those are cool right there. I like those. Paul Wayner. He's a fucking man. Grover. Grover Alexander. <laughs> Back in the day, he's a little pitcher. Now, this might be the whole set, 5 of 12. Let me see them. Check those out, dude. We're getting there. We're getting close to the gold, guys. Oh, shit. Baby. The baby. Baby, dude. Oh. I got it. That's it. That's it. Has to be. I seen Sandlot. I know what it is. Don't lie to me, Mike. You're I'm going to give me 10 bucks right now. Yeah, I might. For the baby you're gonna, Ruth. You're going to go retire after I'm, that one. No. You know what? I'm a fair guy, and I'll, I'll always look at the price in front of you, and uh, we'll make a deal. I Let's got a... Uh... Oh, these are sick, actually. Um, what was it? What were these called? Uh Okay, like, the, the set of that goes for about 15 bucks. Even with baby in it, yeah, dude? Yeah, the baby goes for a dollar with free shipping. So you might have to just oh. put it in an envelope <laughs> with uh, two uh, two stickies. What What about oh, these, bro? These that. are super yeah. cool. Yeah, let me see those. I don't know if those are garbage pail kids. They are. They are. They're stickers, though. Do you want to see? I'll show you a price on a garbage pail kid really quick. Let's just show you a price because they do sell for... Garbage Pail Kids, PSA. It looks like my whole collection is garbage. 
Did you have fun collecting it? Uh, I probably would have had fun just like looking at them instead of just holding them. Like this Kerry Woodson. I think I would have had a great time staring at this dude <laughs> instead of just putting him away. Nasty Nick, okay? Nasty Nick. Nasty Nick. If you have a Nasty Nick. Oh, my God. From, you know, back in the 85. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's what I said. As you look through all this stuff, there are pieces in. Damn. What about this thick-ass girl? She's Did they make them back in the day? Was that the B, is that what Kim Kardashian used that's to? That's a B, yeah, BBL already, <laughs> dude. I don't know who that she is. That might have been the original Kim Kardashian. Wow. All right, this is it. Cal Rifkin. All those Cal dude. Rifkins, dude. You know what? I'm starting to think I traded you all my Cal Rifkins <laughs> for all the Jeters. I was like, give for me all. all the Derek Jeters. Give rookie me all cards. the Rifkins. Dude. And I'll take all the Derek Jeter rookies. Oh, these are pretty cool. Yeah, flare. See, I always thought like the hologram ones. Me too. Or the joint. Me too. And you know, they went on a big stretch of not making them like with, they call it like the foil now. Yeah. So they've gotten back to that. And those are the values of the cards that have gone up. See, like this one, how they made it. Like, like if you look at this one, has that foil that. Yeah. Ooh. Let me see. Look at that one, dude. Oh, yes. Another sticker. Brooke Jacoby. He's a local guy. Ventura, really? Ventura College. No way. Yeah. I went to Ventura College, dude. Wow. Begin. Uh, let's see. Was traded. Nothing on his. Yeah, Brooke Jacoby. He's Terry Pendleton's buddy. Oh, okay. I have barf root beer. Yeah. New pork. It's a sticker I, collection from some... I like these, though. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah, me too. I, I do like those, too. 91 tops. I don't think these are garbage pail kids, are they? Mm-hmm. But they're like in... Let me see. Garbage. 91. This is crazy. I tried, guys. I tried. Yeah. We ain't got shit. I just got. I'm gonna look at these more of these stickers for you. I'm gonna jot this down and save it. All right. All right. For I'm gonna sure. put these. I got a few things in my thing. I'll, I'm gonna research for you as I go back. Well, once we get out, dude, you can you can take a look at these and this Princess Leia one. I got a good feeling about this one though. Me too. That's number one fifty two. Star Wars Princess Leia. Let's look at that. Crazy guys. That's cool though, man. This is cool that you found your niche. Yeah, and then on top of that, just like there's so much to it and a lot more detail to it, you know, and not just like when you talk to people like what sports cards or trading cards, like what, but like to know like exactly like what is the card, how you know, and what is the rarities of them, yeah, you know, because we can look at all these cards and say they made millions of them, but we can look at others and say, oh shoot, that's a cool card. You well, they definitely know. made a million Cal Ripken cards, dude. Well, you probably have half the collection, so you can start controlling the market. Oh, I should, <laughs> huh? You can start. You can start cornering the market, dude. I I don't even remember watching him or caring. I don't know why I had so many of him, dude. It just yeah. Princess Leia graded cards go for. Uh, they still sell like PSA. Uh, obviously, there's not gonna be many PSA tens. So having oh. like the whole collection. Yeah, here's a Princess Leia sticker one, uh -huh. but it's a nine. And this is what they're at. 
Oh, 50,000. I have to have at least one 50,000 in here. You got to go. We go through them and it's just going through card by card and just looking through starting with the sets. Obviously, you just start like this is your set. So you'll start with like your basic number 1991 and then just put like card number whatever it is or put in Raphael or card 92 or 93 and just put them in and you'll see within the marketplace what cards could sell for and what, what people are offering them for. Yeah. That's exactly how I started. Like, no book, no college needed. You Good know what I mean? shit, dude. eBay. Hell yeah, eBay man. hunting. I love it, dude. I love to see, um, you know, new businesses pop up, dude. When I saw Sarah post you up, I was like, hell yeah, man. I appreciate that. I got to get Mike on and talk about it, dude. And uh, hopefully people listening right now, maybe they got some cards hidden away. They didn't think there was any value to them. Maybe they got like... 15 bucks chilling they never knew they had hey, it you never that could be a new uh meal at mcdonald's these days there you go bro fuck that's crazy mike well mike i wish you the best dude best success with your business and uh hell yeah bro i'm stoked for you man i uh, appreciate this you having awesome. yeah have me on and the, you know the time and just us like i said just ch- chatting it up of and course reliving dude. some of our memories with the hathaway family too it's wild yeah. Yeah. shout out to jared and megan dude yeah um, rest in peace uh craig Pops. yeah 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 good, good family Mark, dude. yeah yeah rest in peace everybody dude. you know just just enjoy the day you know that's how, that's kind of our thing right now is just kind of like press forward and let's all eat together right hell yeah, yeah let's dude. all eat together man i love it man well, let's dedicate this episode to your brother man appreciate that frank and of course dude and big shout out to you and guys if you need uh if you need to get some cards graded um, let them know where the address is. Yeah, Camarillo, well, you, right? Yeah, Camarillo, forty forty five via Pescador in Camarillo. Like I said, if you if you want cards to get into cards, if you just want to learn about cards, stop by. You know, if you already have inventory, you know we can appraise that. We can grade it for you. Uh, and then if you just want to sell it, you know we're one stop shop in the card industry. Dude, hell yeah! I gotta swing by, man. I want to check out the shop. Yeah, let's do it. Forty forty five via Pescador Camarillo. And the Instagram again? Uh, Marks M A R X underscore cards C A R D S dope so mark's cards all right guys and we'll have it listed below make sure you guys check them out if you're locals um and you do got something i'm taking 10 percent of it because uh, <laughs> please help me out guys i'm just <laughs> bummed out i didn't got shit <laughs> hey you know go get them next time <laughs> <laughs> there's always next there's always, time there's gonna be yeah. a next beanie baby day <laughs> <laughs> all right guys this is downtime with downstar episode 227 and we're out peace mm-hmm.